morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you so much for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 110, wherein we are going to continue the Troubleshooters adventure as run by the illustrious and wonderful Zophor. Because what better way to keep Christmas with you all through the year than to have a holiday adventure that doesn't wrap up till summer? Yes, that's what we got. The rest of the cast includes yours truly as Calvin, Dirk as Charles, and Manissa as Sally. So, without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite eggnog, sit back, relax, and enjoy Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 110, Investigations and Interviews. Who remembers where we left now? <laughs> I believe when we left off, you had investigated oh god i can't ever remember her first name evelyn emily eleanor, eleanor. eleanor. Oh, there we go. oh god dang it thank you yes we had investigated her lab above the shopping mall and taken out a couple of bad guys had a really cool fight yep had a couple of octopus folks come across to you and try and take you out but they had no luck then you decide to go back to the hotel and plan to infiltrate the ball in a couple of days. Charles does have tickets for himself plus one. Well, are we going to go investigate her lab outside of town before I think the ball? we should. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just sitting in the hotel for two days twiddling our thumbs. Well, I'm sure some octopus agents would come attack us if we're sitting around. I was going to ask, do they wear insignia or something that show them to be octopus agents? Tattooed on the back of their neck. Okay, that's right. I thought we'd covered that. I could not remember. I don't know if that's true, but it sounds Oh, true. I thought <laughs> I was buying it hook, line, and sinker, man. <laughs> well, the one guy did have a purple octopus tattoo on his hand. That's probably why I was buying that so easily, because I think I remembered something about a tattoo. But anyway. So in your experience, typically... Except on formal occasions, octopus agents don't necessarily wear a uniform, except in formal situations. Initiations um, and such, right? Yeah, because, I mean, they are a clandestine organization. They're built with cells so that one group doesn't know what the other group's doing and can't betray them. And so uh, they do have a tattoo or maybe a ring ring. They will have something of an octopus on them just in case they need to, you know, for some reason they're across purposes. They can say, wait a minute, we're on the same side. Oh, but it's not, it's not even for it settled. It's like a tattoo on the hand or maybe a ring with an octopus or. They really do give out mixed signals. They really need to work on that. On one hand, yes. they're saying we are in cells so that no one can betray the others. And yet their symbol is an octopus, which has eight tentacles that all work together through the heart. So which is it, guys? I don't know. We'll probably get a consultant, come in, reorganize. <laughs> but until they do that, we have a chance to take them down. That's right. <laughs> okay. So I think we're all in agreement that the next strategy is to go to her lab outside of town. Also the color purple. Yes. Yeah. That is not going to be out for another 30 <laughs> years or so. I don't know what you're talking about. You do, but that's fine. Uh, so you want to go out 
Actually, I don't. That's their color of significance. Yeah. The octopus. Yes. yes. Okay. Purple octopus, purple shirt. Their official uniforms are purple. And we in character know this? I think you have been in enough situations that, yeah, you would know that, like, when you have been captured and held in an octopus facility, the guards were wearing their official purple uniform because okay, you're right. like VIP prisoners. I think we should get some purple clothes just to uh, make it interesting for them when we infiltrate the party. Well, when you were at the mall, you did notice that any clothing item that was purple had been savagely ruined by the rampaging Santa bot. Well, we don't have to get our clothes at the mall. Well, where else are you going to get clothes? This is why I thought we were teenagers, damn it! <laughs> Boutique shops in Paris, there's all kinds of fashion houses where you can get stuff. Walmart. There's places that carry clothes besides the mall. That's right. And just for those listening at home, I didn't start recording until we'd already had our pre-game banter, but we were talking. I thought we were teenagers in this game. And it's only oh. now, <laughs> three sessions in, that I realized that we are not. So thankfully, I wasn't acting in such a way that needed retconning. But God dang, I don't know where I got the idea. Well, yeah, I do. Things like being at the mall for the entire time. Okay, so now that we know we are not teenagers and we know that there are other places to get clothing besides the mall. How gauche! Okay, so I do not want to narrate shopping. If you wanted to pick up purple clothing between now and visiting Elmer's other place, that's fine. You do it. I'm not involved. Just describe what you're wearing. <laughs> I respect, appreciate, and agree with that. <laughs> no one else hates shopping more than me. In real life or in game, by the way. Uh, I don't know if we need to get the clothing for that visit. Okay. we could. I was thinking of it for the party, but you're right. We might encounter people in the lab that are octopus agents. So I think, all right, let's go stop by the local. I got a purple tie in case I need it. Yeah. Okay. That's my um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what clothes would look good in purple. I was going to say a purple jacket, but that doesn't seem very masculine. That could be the other problem, finding purple clothing that doesn't... <laughs> purple button-down shirt. Here you go. Purple socks. Take those. Let's go. Nobody's going to be looking at my feet. Just pull up your pants a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll take the button-down shirt. That's fine. And, and the socks. Okay. And once we get done with this octopus gig, I can draw question marks all over my purple button-down shirt, and I can make some kind of a cool crime-fighting costume with it. Uh -huh. Call myself the questioner. <laughs> Did you pick anything up, Sally? Yeah, a purple lace scarf. Nice. Okay. And so you, um, you have the address for Elmer's place in the little village outside of Paris. It's about, what did I say, a couple hour drive. You can get there and back in, I think I said half a day or a day. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that. So it's, it's a pleasant journey. There's not too much bickering and you all admire each other's purple purchases. And We are, you... after all, purple pros. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Do I have to put up this the and entire trip? <laughs> yes, the full drive, but fortunately, we're arrived. You arrived at an unused 
water mill with a VW camper van packed, parked outside it. And this seems to be the address on the paperwork that Sally looked at, if she remembered it correct, which you did. Okay. I was going to say, I got beat up getting that information. By God, I'm going to remember every detail. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Yep. And is there anyone else around? Why don't you do an alertness check? Only one of you does it. You guys can pick who's going to represent your alertability. Well, my alertness is only 45. So if anybody well, has mine's a higher... only 15. Jeez. Okay, I guess it's me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Process of elimination. Yes, succeed. 63 under my 65. Hey, nice. Oh, story points. Do they refresh every session? I know we've discussed this, and I always forget the answer because it's different in every damn game. They're supposed to refresh every session. I had three by the end of the last session, so now I'm back up to five? Yes. Okay. Everyone's back to five, which is unfortunate for Sally because she was up to nine. Yes. Oh, you don't even get to keep what you had? Okay. No, they refresh. Well, yep. so do fate points. I mean, I'm not arguing the point. I'm just saying why I said that. In fate, if you have more than you refresh with, you still get to keep what you earned. Well, that's not a full refresh then, is it? Yes, it, it is. It's a, it's a partial refresh. No, it isn't. <laughs> it is a... <laughs> Those who have more than their refresh don't refresh because they have more than their refresh. Then it's not a full refresh. Can I, can I kill him? Can I do some? No, because his ribs are really good, and I don't want to do that to the world. <laughs> also, I'd rather play the game than argue about beating me up. Okay, yes, fair enough. Please. All right, so, fine. So, you made your alertness there, Taros? Yes, I did. Yes, he got his 63. Okay. Nice. There is nobody present currently. You do see signs that... Um, this place has been visited relatively recently, within a day or two, but currently you do not see signs of anybody here, and you don't see signs of anybody said observing signs. the place. We should look into that. It's code. He did say Nazi signs. <laughs> you don't see signs of anybody currently present. You do see that they have been here in the past not necessarily today okay so get out and walk around get an idea of you know they leave behind any any clues anybody drop that at their matchbook uh yeah that's what he's doing i would like to look into the vw camper because i'm wondering if that's where the actual lab is or there might be a clue there where they're going or what yeah Okay, we have one person searching outside, one the car, so that means I should probably go and search inside the building. Inside the water mill. Yes. Yes, watch out for strange, floppy-eared people. Short. She is a a strange, floppy-eared person. Um, Or no, I forgot. Her ears not floppy anymore. No, they were pointed. They were pointed before. They're a little floppy now since I had to repair them. (laughs) <laughs> okay uh let's start with charles go ahead and roll an investigation please that two i'll succeed okay wait you rolled a two yes nice <laughs> um so you do the 
Yeah, I was gonna allow you to identify the car by the tire treads, but I can't think of a good car to use, so I'm not gonna do that. But um, you do see some bushes where a part of a purple sock was ripped and the fabric is still hanging on the bush. And you do find not just one, but two bugs planted on the outside of the VW camper van. One under the front bumper and one in the back area, kind of behind the, you know how the spare tires mounted on the back? It's kind of in, in that. These are bugs you would be familiar that they're not always on. They're like in place, but they only turn on when a monitoring station nearby sends an activation signal and then they'll, will listen. A specific radio frequency has to be tuned into it for them to come on. So they're not always on. They're kind of a specific high-tech type bug. Yeah. And Calvin. You don't necessarily need to roll. Okay. Because you open the door to the camper van, which isn't so much unlocked as the locking mechanism has been ripped out. You look inside and it's clear, A, that this camper van was being used as a mad scientist laboratory. A little bit cramped, though. But also, it looks like somebody came in, completely ransacked the place, tore up all the files and equipment and experiments and notes, and then left and then came back and did it again. It is just a mess, and it's torn up. Sally, unfortunately, the entrance to the water mill is locked, and it looks like the lock's pretty rusty. It hasn't been used in... A month, if not years. Okay. And it's kind of grown. There's not much. I mean, you could try and pick the... You can tell that the area around the door and stuff hasn't been disturbed for a while. Correct. There's no other entrances and no signs of anybody going in a back door. Correct. It seems like it's only a piece of set decoration and nothing interesting has ever happened there. Hmm. Then, obviously, there's some phony address. (laughs) <laughs> so that's what you all find. Can I assume we reconvene and share? And oh, no. yeah, though I motion people away from the van. I do want to say you did find two distinct sets of tire prints. Okay. We obviously had at least one group of octopus people here, whether it's two groups or the other sets or was her coming out here for some reason. In the poking around, there's no sets where the tracks go is there like something oh that tree stump looks suspicious you know mm-hmm. tip it over and find the entrance oh. to a secret lair no no you might actually find i apologize i think i did a disservice when i described the van. i described what the van looked like i assumed you were going to say that you wanted to search through the debris well, you know, kids, they don't, just, know, know how, they don't yeah. do a thorough search of stuff, you know. There's a mess they run yeah. away. Yeah, I, if you wanted to do a deeper examination, you could roll, Eric. I just wanted to give you the surface details without making you look for that. Okay. That would be an investigation roll. I can try, certainly. Oh, good. 31. So inside you find notes, you find 
several demands from debt collectors, mostly representing hardware stores and electronics computer stores, but you also find a lot of medical bills from specialist doctors for specific and esoteric medications and different exams and procedures and testings, and it all adds up to quite a sum. Hmm. I believe you mentioned the bugs do not look like they're active. Right. Currently, they are not active. Okay. Hey, look at this. We've got medical bills here and other debt. Apparently, Miss Mauvin has never heard of layaway, but more important than that, these medical bills it makes me wonder if she's trying to uh, make a robot body for herself somehow or for whoever these medical bills pertain to, whomever these medical bills pertain to. Yeah, it might be. I mean, that's a lot of money and a lot of different tests. And I'm sorry. I think I said a robot earlier. I meant robot, of course. Of course <laughs> you meant robot. It would make sense if she made a test case Santa and programmed it to do something outside of its orders, especially if maybe she wasn't happy with uh, what Octopus was doing or threatening to do or how they were dealing with her in general. Maybe she's being coerced. Obviously, they're, they're very interested in getting her back right? and gone beyond just sending her letters. So she's on the run in hiding. I just want to see, are those letters written in ink? The letters? Yeah. The collection letters and everything? And uh, doctor's oh. bills? No, I meant the letters... That's right. They're not here. Uh, the letters from who saw those letters? Well, we all saw them. I we all saw them. Okay. Were they written in an odd ink? Does anyone recall? They well, were... purple ink, of course. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Purple ink, and okay. they were handwritten. All right. But these bills, second and third notices, debt collection, and medicals are all typed up in unofficial okay. forms. Yeah, I suspected as much. Addresses okay. and. Okay. And they were addressed to this address? Yes. I will go into the car and look around. Oh, wait. That's where we found the... Never yeah. My reason for wanting to do that was to see if we could find any indication of what she was working on or what they were searching for. And clue to where she might have gone. You do find two or three journals. One was from last year and one was from the year before. You did not find a journal for this year. Okay. I will skim through the journal that we do find. Two, one for last year and one for the year before. Somebody take the journal for the year before and I'll skim this one from last year. Maybe it'll give us some clue as to the medical bills if nothing else. Sure, I can read through one of them. Okay. okay. I don't think any of us have the speed reading so, skill, sadly. Can we use my investigation? Sure, yeah, use your investigation. 28. Out of 65. And did you want to spend two story points to reverse that? What? No. Okay, because that would cause you to fail. I was just being a jerk. I realize that. I might do okay. that, though. I rolled a 63. What's your investigation? 45. Yeah, so I will take uh, two story points and flip. I would recommend against it, Eric. Oh, okay. Manissa passed, so you're going to get information. So right, don't... but mine is more recent. I mean, I'll take your recommendation. You know what's going on. Mm. I'm just saying my thought process was that she was... But I was counting hers as the overall test for everything. Oh, okay. I did not know so, that. All right. The one from two years ago is mostly the documentation of the end of a relationship. It starts off 
earlier in the year talking about how wonderful Otto was and how happy he made her and how she was happy to be helping with her knowledge and uh, working on positronic brains. And then it starts talking about how he starts, you know, ignoring her and neglecting her. She feels like she's just being used for her brain and not appreciated for her body. And then it later goes on to just slowly documents the relationship falling apart and her being less and less happy and then her making the decision to leave and then gets picked up in the next journal, talks about her forays into freedom her big goals to take down the organization that he runs and that she'll never let him get away with using her science for evil and then starts about having headaches and stories about health concerns. So it goes from plans to revenge to health difficulties and concerns. And also the fact that she has no money and she's not sure how to make money. The last entry is the purchase of the van and the tribulations of moving her lab into it and what she has to give up just to fit her life in a VW camper van. Was that too much exposition? No. Well, while they're reading her diaries, I'll remove the bugs that are on the van. Okay, uh, when you do that, could you roll for me? I'll say investigation, please. Or electronics, your choice. I'll take investigation. <laughs> you might. 39, that'll do it. Yeah, 45, 39. so 39. Yeah, that does. Hey. So as you start removing them, you do notice that they are of Russian design and that they can be activated just by receiving a specific radio signal but their broadcasting is extremely short range. So any listening post had to be pretty close to the camper van. It had to be within a half a mile, if not closer. I'll look around and think on in our drive here and what's around here that could possibly house a listening post. Is this all farmland or are there lots of buildings or? It Farmland is, as far as the eye could see. <laughs> it is a very rural hamlet. You pass a lot of cow and onion farms along the way and their fields. The village is a bit away. You do see across the river, there's another camper van parked behind some bushes, but not necessarily completely hidden. Perhaps we should uh, investigate that camper van over there across the river. Okay. Sure, let's go. Well, I was getting across the river. You know what? Is there a luck stat in this game? Ooh, game. Okay, so gambling is subterfuge. So can someone give me a subterfuge check? I'd be happy to. Okay. <laughs> so 35, so that's a success. Hey. Okay, Stelly, you remember, despite the uselessness of the watermill, you do remember seeing that 
there was a rowboat tied to the dock. You have no idea how long it's been there considering the state of the thing, but it was floating, so it looks like it is functional. Okay, awesome. We can roll across the river if we start up at a point just above the water mill. We should be able to row across and do a diagonal to get to the other shore. Rowing Rowing across the river. Rowing across the river. Okay. And are you guys going to make Sally do the rowing? Probably. Okay. (laughs) That's fair. Especially considering, I don't, oh, well, there's one vehicle skill. So I guess that counts for everything. Yeah. I have a 45 on my vehicle skill. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, but you decided to let Sally drive. I wasn't going to make the roll, but now I want to. I got uh, a 10 and a 5. Nice. Okay. You expertly make it across the river, and as you're maneuvering exactly where you want to land on the dock on the other side of the river, you do see that there is a man standing on the dock dressed in pretty drab brown pants and a drab brown sweater holding a gun pointing at you all waiting for you to dock. He's not shooting at you, though. All right, well, we probably should have been a bit more stealthy about this, but... Well, well, well. it's farmland. It's open terrain. There's not much you can... Unless you try to swim underwater. It's too late now. We'll just wave. Okay, and you dock, and they say, okay, stand right there. Stop. Who are you, and what are you doing here? And more importantly, I can't do a Russian accent. What were you doing over at the... Uh, watermill. Well, you know, we uh, tourists and have a keen interest in watermills. We're taking a tour of watermills of France. Wanted to see if that's where watermelon comes from. <laughs> wow. You. One more crack like that and shoot you. Um, yeah, we just shoot you. <laughs> we have no sense of humor. Clearly. Oh, I thought you were funny, funny there. There's no watermill on this side of the river. Why did you come over here? Why did you abandon your vehicle to come over here? Across to the other side? We were just exploring the area. We were going to go back to our vehicle eventually. There's nothing to see here. I recommend you go back to your vehicle and go back home and find a different water mill. The river is full of them. What makes you... Two towns to the north. And who are you? My name is Gregory. What is yours? Nunya. Isn't that a girl's name? No, only in filthy Russia. Filthy Russia, you know, uh, dare you curse the mother. Anyway. Oh, am I getting to you? Am I getting to you? I'm, I'm looking over this guy for any signs of an octopus or purple. Or... Oh, you know what? Why don't you give me, hang on. Yeah, let's try an investigation. Okay. 30. Yeah, that's a success for yeah. me. There's no sign of octopus on him, but there's a smell of your, octopus on him. <laughs> from your years in your business, you do get a certain KGB vibe coming off of him. Okay. Then I think I go, oh, look, old boy. I think we were both looking for the same person. She's not there. Did you see the octopus guys come looking for her? So- Wait a minute. I thought you said you were a tourist. Who are you really? 
Be careful, he's the KGB. You might get eaten by a GRU. We're both professionals. Uh, I can tell you, the woman, she has not been here for over a week. The octopus did visit her part of the place. They found nothing from what we could tell. And then that was followed by the police who came, tore up the place again, and they did take a couple of journals and some other papers dealing with schematics of some computer stuff. I think you can report your bosses. She's not coming back here. So oh, there's no, no reason for you to hang out here. Either. Unless you enjoy it here and you just want to Great delay that report until you're done with your, uh, yeah, your fishing. It is a peaceful assignment, I, I will say, yes. But how do you know she's not coming back? Has she been captured? Do you know something? The octopus is on the hunt for her, and she's gone to ground. They know about this place, so she's not coming back here. Uh, it is vital for the security of the world. Octopus does not get their hands on that one. You must promise me that at all costs you will prevent her from falling into her hands at all costs. Then we are on the same side. Yes, that we can guarantee. We were going to check out the vehicle over there to see if we could find any clues as to where she might have gone. Uh, well, when she left, she was going into town. She had hired on to provide a robotic Santa Claus for a mall in Paris. And we have been waiting for her return since then. But like I said, the octopus cannot get her hands on the doctor alive, if you know what I mean. Yes. Yes, unfortunately, it appears they may have already done so. But uh, if they have, we will get her back. Okay. Well, we will stay here for another week and monitor the papers and watch for her return. If you find anything else out, Report to us, please. Of course. If we have something to tell you, we'll let you know. Okay. And he puts his gun away. He had put his gun away while you we were having the conversation. Oh, yeah. And maybe not have such a smart mouth when armed people are pointing their guns at you, young man. Teenagers, what are you going to do? I'm, <laughs> I'm not a teenager, damn it. I'm just overconfident, or some say. True. I think my confidence is just right. And you would be wrong. According to some. Have a good day. Please ensure Sop Octopus from whatever they are scheming, the security of the world, the fate of the world, blah, blah, blah. You know the drill. Yep. That's the Dunya. That's the Dunya. brained. All right. <laughs> what do you say we smash those bugs? Either that or put yeah. them somewhere the, else. We would appreciate it if you put them back. Oh, those are yours? <laughs> I thought they were might be the octopuses. Don't worry, I'll take care of it. Thank you. Come along. Thank you so on. much. Come on, Sally. All right, let's go. Oh no, I rolled over. Somebody else is rolling back. Or we could take the bridge down the road. <laughs> you could walk down to the bridge. It's about a mile and a half, and then you'd have to walk a mile and a half back to the car. I'll could... row the damn boat. How hard can it be? Um, <laughs> roll a vehicles check, Eric. I will. I'm hoping I fail because that would be funny. <laughs> nope, I did not. 20. Uh, 20. Out of 45. So you do row back deftly. You manage to dock. You don't necessarily outshine Sally, but you don't make a fool out of yourself. You seem equally skilled at rowing in this specific instance. Like I said, um, how hard can it be? I'm going to say you also managed to 
tie the boat back to the dock competently so that it will not float down the river and <laughs> piss off whoever actually owns it. <laughs> what you want to do? Uh, hop in the car and go back? Continue to beat this dead horse? or No, I think the dead horse is about as beaten as it's going to get. Yes. It's not completely dead. We did get some information we didn't have before. No, I, yeah. I agree, but it's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming you returned the bugs. Yeah. Well, now that yeah. I know that they're not octopus bugs, I guess. <laughs> Makes sense. You get back to your rooms and everything looks exactly as you left it. Hmm. Which either means nobody came in or somebody came in who was very good at their job. That's called paranoia, boys and girls. <laughs> oh, did you take anything with you from the camper? I don't think so, unless we wanted to take the journals, but I don't see why we should. Okay. Well, I'm not the only one here. Feel free to override me. Anyone? Anyone? All right. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> we need the third in the trilogy, right? Yeah. Which exactly. the police have. That's true. We should go to the... Oh. We're going to go there when we go to the Christmas ball. To the police? Yeah. Yeah, it's the police officer's Christmas ball. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't remember that. Well, that's because I think, I mean, I don't want to speak for Charles, but I think you'd rather have Sally as this plus one than you. But I don't know. That's his choice. I do like the elf ears. <laughs> um, and it'd be weird showing up with a teenager. I'm not a teenager! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this becoming a thing now? Apparently my character looks like a teenager. <sighs> All right. I you, see how it it's, is. It's how you get away with crimes. It's because you look young, so people think, oh, it must be a master criminal who's been at the job for like 20 years. Couldn't be some young kid. Well, I am called the chameleon. I would think that means I look however I need to look. Right. Which in this case is like a teenager, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> apparently. All right. There's a knock at the door. We're in our rooms. Which door? Oh, aren't we? Or are we all in one just discussing things? For the sake of GM sanity, I wouldn't mind us all being in one room discussing things. All right, then okay. uh, it is it is uh, your room, uh, Eric. Well, I think you you're sharing are, a room. We're with sharing them. a room, so no. well, it is our, our room. room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. In '60s hotel rooms, there's no real peephole or anything. I don't think. Well, you know, this is a pretty high-end hotel. I'm sure there can be a people. All right. I look through the people. You see a tall, thin gentleman with long black hair and sideburns. He's wearing a blue turtleneck sweater and some worn jeans. He's smoking a cigarette, and he's holding a pad of paper in his hand, and he's waiting patiently, counting to... 15 before he knocks again. Hmm. I don't recognize him. You do not recognize him. I step He's aside. not. I said oh. before we open the door, does anybody recognize him? Either of you? Oh, look. Okay. Sure, we can take a look. I expect that he doesn't. Uh, he does not look familiar to either of you. Okay. Actually, no, you know what? Sally, uh, why don't you make me willpower, maybe, or subterfuge? What would memory be? Could be alertness. Alertness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let's do alertness. Oh, yeah. Definitely a fail. 96. Oh, ouch. You swear you 
seen him before, but you can't quite place it. Maybe in a movie or something's tickling the back of your mind, but you can't place where. Uh, but I you know, know I just can't remember where. All right. Well, we've tried everything else. Who is this? It is Pierre. May I speak with you for a few minutes? You are on a first name basis with us, and we don't know who you are. So I no have not used your name, sir. I do know your names. I did tell you my name was Pierre. Yes, but you introduced yourself using familiarity that we don't have. Is my point. I apologize, I Monster O'Rourke. I did not mean to presume upon our relationship. I find it often easier when I am interviewing people to make them comfortable. I am Pierre I Martin. I am a reporter with the Pierre Gazette, and I would like what? to talk to you about the incidents at Zimon. You are very big heroes. Okay. Flattery will get you everywhere, and plus I just think it's kind of neat that you have a magazine named after you. Excuse me? The Pierre Gazette? Your name is Pierre. The the Paris Gazette, Paris Gazette. Oh! I'm Pierre. I'm pre-Pierre, Marie Moliere. It all starts to run together after a while. Maybe I should interview your parents. I'm not a teenager! God, I opened the door. <laughs> yes, you did. Oh, greetings, my, my heroes. You saved... Many, many lives the other day in the mall, and it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. And I was wondering if you could spare a few moments to tell me your story so I can report it in the paper. See this? I have a beard. Would a teenager have a beard? <laughs> if he's trying to grow on to look older, yes. Yes, you are very mature. I apologize insinuating you were young. And it's obviously a fake beard I just stuck on <laughs> when he wasn't looking. Because <laughs> I figure as a chameleon, I have to have a disc. I oh, yeah, you would. You totally. Fact, I probably should have but... put that as one of my gear things, but I did. Well, we can fix that at another point. Yeah, this is the point is, can you spare a few moments for the press? Sure. I usually don't like talking to the press, but if Calvin wants to speak, he can speak. I don't think my parents will mind. I mean, no, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you do not appear to be, I you say, locals. You seem to be from out of town. Uh, what brought you into our fair city in the first place for such a serendipitous rescue you provided? Christmas shopping. Oh, we, we, Perry does have some of the finest shops in the entire world. Yes, they do. Um, Perry does, you, she does. You're, Wise to be shopping here, I see. And when did you first realize that something was wrong? When machine gun bullets started firing. So there was no clue beforehand. Oh, well, I mean, apart from Santa beating a child, yes, that was kind of a little suspicious there. I mean, at first I thought maybe it was just a kid who was being too naughty for the coal and needed more direct intervention but then with the machine gun bullets it became clear that something more sinister was afoot and each of you can you tell me what your first thoughts were when you realized that zimal was under attack from santa claus i wasn't going to get my dessert with my dinner 
It's because, yes, absolutely. Our desserts are amazing, and you would not want to miss one, even for the occasional violence. No. And you, sir? Which, sir? As a run, I would like to get all of your stories. I've been hogging the spotlight, Charles. You go ahead and take this after you unmute. Sorry. I I don't speak to the press on this subject. Okay. Well, I will respect your privacy. I did hear that you were going to be receiving no word from the president. Is that true? The president of France. Who told you that? I am a reporter. I have connections with the officials, and I have heard that the president is going to thank you personally. Oh, well, I'm sure that will be very nice then. So, can you tell me, is it true that the secret organization Octopus was behind the Robo Center? I think you should tell us. Uh, I would not know. You were up close and personally. You saw the robot yourself. I merely was able to investigate afterwards. I, I was able to look around at the mall. I found the secret cabinet where the machine gun was held. But No, I mean, um, I mean, being part of Octopus, you should know whether or not they were involved. I mean, clearly. Excuse me, sir? I, I don't believe I stuttered. I am not a part of Octopus. I am trying to get... I, I know about them. I know they are secretly trying to take over the world. I'm sorry, but we uh, saw the tattoo. You mean this tattoo of a heart that says mom on it? Why, yes. I love my mother. The other tattoo. I have no other tattoos, sir. I have no idea what you were talking about. I apologize, Monsieur Madame. Is, is your son stable? <laughs> I am not a teenager! I don't know. We wonder about him sometimes. Wait, why aren't you denying that I'm your son? <laughs> What's wrong with you people? <laughs> you have heard of Octopus. We? Oui. We. Oui. And so I'm investigating Octopus. I know they secretly tried to put chemicals in the water system a year and a half ago, and I have been trying to track their movements ever since. I have identified some of their agents. In fact, they do have agents in this very same hotel. Do they? Indeed, sir. They do. And I've, you... I have seen them. Mm -hmm. And can you prove you're not part of the Octopus Nation? I, I give you my word as a Frenchman and a news reporter. Well, news reporter I can understand, but the Frenchman thing, that known too many news reporters <laughs> <laughs> and i've known too many frenchmen so between the two of us that makes your word kind of worthless if i were an octopus agent why would i come here and ask you to find out how much we know and how much do you know <laughs> obviously not as much as you i think you need further questioning I, I'm trying to get to the bottom of the story, so I can expose the octopus and I their plants in the city. I don't see anything in your, unless the GM corrects me on this. I don't see anything in your hands that could be used for note taking. Are you honestly suggesting that you are going to remember everything we say because you are so superhuman as to be able to remember everything we say enough? 
to get back to your room and put it into a typewriter or a recorder of some sort. He does have a notepad. Yes, but is he actively using it at this moment while we're giving him answers to questions? Well, he was while you're answering the questions. Now that you're accusing him of being part of an octopus, he's not. Fair enough. <laughs> but he does light a cigarette. All right. I am the no smoking room. In France? Hey. And he, he it's not an inference. Up. It's a direct statement. This is a non-smoking room. In France, you baboon. As long as I'm being an idiot, I'll take it to the hilt. What the hell? <laughs> uh, uh, it is clear that you do not want to help expose octopus. That makes me very, very sad. Indeed. No, we want to expose octopus. We just don't know if we trust you. Time here. If, if no. you can give us some information that might be useful in exposing octopus in a few days, we could maybe provide you with some exclusive information. That sounds fair. A bit overly suspicious, but fair. If you'd been through and seen I... what we've been through and seen, you'd be overly suspicious too. Speaking of which, we never even asked you for any credentials as far as the paper you work for or the magazine you work for is concerned. Oh, and this, here. by the way, is my way of asking you for credentials for the magazine or paper you work for. Here, let's have a big sigh and reaches back into his back pocket and he pulls out his wallet and he opens up and he pulls out a card and he hands it to you and says, Pierre Martin, freelance reporter, and it's got an address and a phone number. My card, sir, you will need it to contact me in a few weeks. What I can tell you is I know there is an octopus cell active in this city that is common knowledge. Everyone knows octopus is active in every major city in the world. Yes, they're a great covert organization that way. Uh, I mean, the average person doesn't know, but people like you and I who dig deeper into society are aware that they tendrils do reach across the entire globe. There are two octopus agents in the city that I am aware of. They have many, many more, I am sure. But as you know, they're difficult to identify. There are two that I am aware of that I keep track of their movements. And they have been keeping an eye on the mall for quite some time. Actually, ever since the robotic Santa was installed. They have been lurking, they have been tracking back and forth besides the bank. They have been secretly meeting with shadowy characters in back alleys. I do know that Octopus has been very focused. Like I said, I found the secret compartment where the machine gun must have been stored. And I did see several of their agents in the mall coming out of the manager's office late at night. I'm not sure what they were up to in there. I'm sure they were trying to do paperwork or hide their activities or something. So Octopus has been involved from the start. And I believe I saw the, one of them on the day of the attack. One of them was at the corner of the bank and I saw him shoot some sort of ray gun towards the mall. Hmm. Well, perhaps you could jot down this description of these agents that you've seen could be useful. Yes. Because as you can see, and I gesture my chin toward Sally, we have a bit of a score to settle. 
So you did run a fellow of boxes. I am so sorry, mademoiselle. Uh, they can be very rough customers. I, I hope you're okay. Yeah, I'm fine. I've had worse at, at my niece's birthday party. You must have a very remarkable family. Oh, she's a wrestler. Her niece is. Yes. Pierre or just Georgie, will... she calls herself. <laughs> Pierre takes a moment to jot down descriptions, height, rough weight, hair color, distinguishing marks. One of them did have an octopus tattoo on the back of his hand. The other one, though, was unfamiliar to you. Um, and he, he gives you the, the two descriptions. And hopefully we will have a more productive interview in a few weeks' time, once you have realized that I am who and what I say I am. You, you might lead with the card next time. Yeah, just saying. I only have so many, and oftentimes people enjoy speaking with the press, especially when they are big damn heroes. Yes, but it's a question of making sure you really are the press. Who else would knock on your door saying, I'm with the press, I would like to interview? Are you really that naive, uh, sir? Really? Why would anybody... In, uh, to get information. Or to come in and reach into his back pocket pretending to pull out a wallet and pull out a gun and shoot us. If I wanted to shoot you, I would have shot you when you got off the elevator. Well, we didn't know you were there then. <laughs> Clearly. Well, <laughs> you might want to try and be a tad more observant in the future, young man. I am probably about as old as you. <laughs> I am sure you are. Don't patronize anyway. me. <laughs> I bid you adieu. I look, please I keep my do a doo -doo. car. And I, yeah, anticipate, I look so forward to <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. I look forward to our next interview. And he leaves. Frenchman. And unless there's something specific you want to do that I would have to make something up for, the next day passes uneventfully and you get ready. Well, please talk amongst yourself. Make a plan for the policeman's <laughs> ball. You have a ticket and a plus one. So you've got two entrances for sure and a third person. Yeah, you've got two tickets and three people. Oh, right. The other ticket is for the plus one. Okay, well, yeah, I will you... let you and Sally go here. I'm going to stay in the background doing my subtle skulking about thing. Sneaking as a waiter? Something like that, yeah. Maybe I'll be a reporter. Crack <laughs> and flash this business card right here. I guess I'll make the call to his newspaper just to make sure that he is who he says he is. Probably should have done that before he came in, but yeah. I didn't think of it either. So you make the call to the newspaper. You know what? Why don't you give me be a... contacts? Yes. I'll spend uh, points there to reverse that to go to seven from 70. Okay. So you call up the paper and they tell you Pierre is not employed by the paper. He is a freelance reporter. Typically... He's a crackpot, and most of his stories aren't worth printing, but every now and then he brings in a winner that they will buy from him, but they do not claim to have a employment relationship. It's strictly contract and freelance work, and most of his stuff 
is just crackpot conspiracy theories that nobody takes seriously and isn't worth printing. Ask him to describe the man. Yeah, yeah. and I get their description. He says, oh, he's, he's about um, 5'10", 6 feet. He's relatively tall, uh, lanky man, relatively young, but he's 23. He's got long black hair and sideburns, and um, he smells faintly of garlic. Does that match what we experienced? Yeah, except the garlic. He didn't smell like garlic today. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's because he was smoking and smelled like cigarettes. <laughs> he did smell like cigarettes, yes. Yes, speaking of which, depending on how far we want to take this new I'm not a teenager thing, <laughs> I have a way in. Ah. I mean, we could just make him a standard waiter, but they also had, oh, what the hell do they call those? Not page boy, but... Turns? No, they used to have, like, back in the 50s and 60s and 40s and whatever. Bellboys? They had... Us boys? Maybe. Maybe. I was going to say cigarette boy, but it's not just... Like, he would call for if somebody wanted to get in touch with... I mean, the big one that everybody... That that was famous was the guy did the... Call for Philip Morris! When they wanted to get the guy's attention. They didn't have intercoms. So they would have this person come up and do that. But they also used to, uh, as I understand it, perform a lot of errands like that, whatever needed doing. Flunky, a gopher. Uh, yeah, it'll work, whatever. <laughs> I don't, I mean, that's, yeah. I'm, yeah. An office boy. Uh, Something like that. Yeah. So I was thinking if he looks young enough in actuality, he could pass it for one of those. Because if he does he, look too young, trying to pass himself off as a waiter would be a little bit weird. So, it, like I said, it depends on how seriously we want to take this whole well, back then, thing that wait, we haven't really established two stuff. sessions in. Well, I can disguise you as whatever you I want. I mean, yeah. I think you look young, but if you were a teenager, it would be very late. And I don't um, mind us doing this. I think it's funny. I think because I made the stupid assumption that we're taking it and putting it in game, I think it's hilarious. So, that's why I've been just going with it. So I don't mind if we want to, if we want to make that a part of his character. <laughs> uh, I really wish I had recorded our initial conversation. I'm going to have to start recording these from the beginning because I really wish I had recorded that moment where I realized I was <laughs> wrong. I, I didn't realize we would make a thing of it, but yeah, I didn't either. But fun, it's working. Yeah, and also with girls' disguise, yeah, you can totally pass as a young gopher errand boy office boy okay i mean obviously there will be a role involved somewhere but right yeah that's no problem are you satisfied though about the identity of the reporter uh yeah i guess so i am anyway i can't speak for my colleagues yeah Yeah, as good as we can be i guess here i say my friends (laughs) (laughs) did the ones he described match any of the ones we've seen any of us the one was the one you knew, the one that had the tattoo of the octopus on the back of his hand, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other one, however, no, is unfamiliar to you. Okay, so um, have been any of the guys who've come to try to beat us up or shoot us or... Not yet. Okay. Uh, no. no. Actually, you know what? Eric. Yes. Please roll me an alertness. 45 or under, and I roll... Yeah, I'm going to flip this with two story points since I haven't used any yet. Might as well. Uh, so Absolutely. my final result is 26. You're not positive, but it sounds vaguely 
between your recollection and the description, it might be the one that you saw initially in the hotel take the package up to the room. Oh, okay. Which is not the fellow who was in the room when you guys tried to break in that one time. So he was disguised, or I shouldn't say he was disguised as a delivery person, because I don't know if he was wearing a uniform at the time, but take the package to the room. What was it, next door? Yeah, it's directly next door to you guys across from Sam. Okay, my question is, do we want to make a full-on plan that we may forget about by next time? Because it is 7.43, and although we would be ending early, we certainly don't want to get to the ball before next session. And I don't know if we want to, like I said, go to the trouble of coming up with some sort of big involved plan that we're going to forget. That We have a big plan. Me and Sally will uh, use the tickets to get in, and okay. you'll... I'll sneak in disguises a, a servant as a page or at very least a paragraph thank you mark twain <laughs> if i can ask what objectives do you have at the ball i have no idea <laughs> hopefully we'll get to the bottom of this somehow hopefully they'll try something that we can thwart and in doing so well, we want to see if we can find the stuff that the police took like the other journal right and, and then I... we probably need to going to have to investigate the uh, robot. Keep our ears and eyes open to see if we spot anybody that we know and see if we can sneak off and investigate further. I'm hoping we come away from this with, if nothing else, a lead to follow to find Eleanor. Mm -hmm. Which is possibly why you're trying to get the journals as well. I'm right. Assuming. Yeah. Okay. And we'll have okay. a keen eye out because this would be a, a good opportunity for one of these octopus guys that try to sneak in there and get information as well. And I might look for any artwork or something that could be a tempting <laughs> acquisition, because why not? Robot and files first. Then you can loot the place. <laughs> well, I'm going to be as unobtrusive as I can, so yes. But you need to do your due diligence as well. Um, we will. You might want to work on getting yourself dolled up a bit because while I'm sure you've tried to minimize it, they really, well, sorry, worked you over pretty good. And I would imagine some of that is still fairly visible. Hey, the bruises heal fast. We've had a couple of days. They've now turned a lovely yellowish color. Oh, at least they're not purple. Right. <laughs> Someone might think she was with octopus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh -oh. Just for that, but not really. I'm going to wear a purple and satin lace dress. <laughs> so. That's actually maybe not a bad idea. Yeah, maybe I won't wear that purple button-down shirt I got. might be too conspicuous. I'm trying to be inconspicuous. You also have the socks. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'll wear but the purple you socks. you are trying to be inconspicuous. I can draw the attention away from you guys a little. Right. And I have my plan. So next week or will we be meeting next week or is it two weeks it's two weeks from now cool i look forward to it yes yeah okay well thank you all were you saying something dirt good night good night good night dirt. thank you What will happen at the Policeman's Holiday Ball? 
Find out in Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 112. But then what you say is happening in issue number 111? Well, lock X-Foils in attack position and strap yourselves in for the jump to light speed because we have part two of Star Wars Rebel Breakout. So until then, this is Blind Geek saying, I hope you're enjoying this troubleshooter's adventure, because we are, and thanking you for listening to Monkeys Took My Jetpack. Also, I remind you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. You gotta keep it fired up, and always, let it soar! <laughs>